to welcome back to On the Horizon with Glenn and Henry, our monthly podcast looking at things that you can do in June to help you out agronomically. We've had a really good look at a number of other things so far. We've had a talk about the weather data and the pressures that we're under in this month. And in this little mini episode, we are going to take a good look at the annual problematic challenge of anfracnose. Now, we did quite a lot on this last month, Henry. What can we add to that in June to help us avoid this problem? Yes, Glenn, we covered this in some detail in last month's podcast. Um, to try to get in front of the situation, really. At that time, we said, although we would not be expecting severe anthracnose disease activity in June, uh, with the agronomic odds being relatively long, it is the time when the conditions for a later attack might be created. Do you think we'll see any this month then? What, what strategies can we adopt in June that are different to May? What is it that we need to put in place through this month? Well, yeah, of course, there is an att- a risk of attack during June, especially if the management pressures are extremely high, i.e. growth is low for whatever reason, and the environmental pressures reach extremes. But generally, we think that it might be a, a less risky time for anthracnose damage because growing conditions should be near ideal. But it still needs to be at the forefront of our minds because um, management stresses can can have a huge influence on the development of this disease. Yeah, it does. And then we spoke last time about pushing greens too hard uh, during periods of little or no growth whilst we try to create that really good putting surface in May for the customer. Uh, June should be much easier, though, shouldn't it? Although I guess the temptation is still there to push things really hard simply because we can. I guess the big question for me with that one is, is it the customer that expects us to do that or are we just doing it because we can? I guess that's the big chicken and egg question we all fall into. Um, I know I certainly fell into that trap of over-delivering quite a few times only to find myself regretting those high standards we'd set later in the season. Yeah, I think what we're trying to say here, Glenn, is just to stand back a little and think about what is the best method of creating those playing qualities at this time? Because with growth being so close to optimal, um, we do have a chance to top dress and roll frequently and utilise plant growth regulators to their optimum. And so... You know, surface smoothness and green speed should be naturally really good at this time uh, without any need of fully forcing down those heights of cut as well. So June might be a time when we could back off the mowing pressures a touch because the other methods of creating those exceptional greens playing qualities are available to use with full force. You're right. Rolling, top dressing, good use of plant growth regulators and being realistic about the standards we can achieve, not just now, but for the rest of the season, are very important parts of shelving this anthracnose jigsaw puzzle. We can set those standards pretty high now, but shouldn't forget we have some pretty stressful months ahead of us with July and August sat just slightly on that further horizon and they can deliver some really extreme weather that that can make it very difficult to maintain those levels of putting surface without a huge amount of measures put in place to mitigate those risks and challenges that inevitably will come our way yeah the golf uh, 
the level of goal for expectation these days is that we still need to be creating those same playing qualities right through into October. And so we do have to think at this stage that it might be wiser to select those standards that can be sustained right through to you know, into autumn when conditions aren't quite so optimal, rather than setting up an unreasonable level of expectation for the rest of the season that might well cause us significant problems, such as over-pressurising the greens to result in anthracnose disease activity uh, later on. The current, the occurrence of summer and autumn anthracnose is quite often a result of this over-delivering situation. So if I summarise our thoughts on anthracnose management through the month of June, it would be set your levels or standards at a realistic and achievable level for the rest of the season. Utilise rolling before you lower those cutting heights. After all, we should have consistent growth now. So the excuse I used for last month of dropping the cutting heights to get a smooth surface, that should be gone. When possible, use plant growth regulators to make that job easier for yourself and then really commit to a decent top dressing programs. Those are great strategies and all really worthwhile and will definitely help. But we all know people will get stressed on those. The pressures to deliver, Henry, are just too great. Is there anything else we can add into that program to help if we have to compromise on any of those strategies? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we haven't mentioned stress mitigation strategies yet. Also moisture management and all that entails. And the use of specialist technologies that could be deployed to help the plant tolerate the stresses better. Uh, We've got a couple of new technologies in this area from Syngenta, as well as our own Vital Nova Stress Buster, of course. Um, One that we've had for a couple of years, Glenn, is Rider, the turf pigment, which we've both been really impressed with over the last couple of years, haven't we? And that certainly does have its place at this time when we're trying to ease the pressure. Yeah, we've been really pleased with the results from Ryder, haven't we, Henry? It's been a very interesting product to play with, and the science behind it is fascinating and particularly relevant during this period of year. June delivers some very high levels of light intensity, which is usually the secondary stress we mentioned earlier during these challenging period, and Ryder goes a long way to reducing that secondary light stress. Yeah, I've done a number of trials involving Ryder in the last couple of years, And some of those have involved fairly intensive, what you'd call abiotic stresses, sort of nutritional impoverishment mainly. And the rider treated plots have always fared a lot better. Uh, I'm convinced of the stress mitigation properties because on the treated plots, you not only see the colour enhancement from the pigmentation, obviously, but you also see improved turf quality in the the form of soil density compared to untreated plots. And it's it's always obvious to me whenever I employ the use of rider that it's particularly effective at mitigating uh, that light stress that can happen at this time of year. 
I've seen some of those trials you've done, Henry, and they've been pretty impressive. One of the areas we've been doing some trial work on as well is the use of amino acids. The science behind amino acids shows that we should see some strong benefits during these periods of stress that June can begin to throw at us. And we've undertaken a number of trials whilst researching HiCure, looking at its role in helping during summer stress and the impact of that on anfragnose. Uh, that will ensure help to ensure that the plant is as healthy as possible going into these stress periods. And we've seen some really nice results. It is a biostimulant and not a fungicide, so we're not expecting a silver bullet here to solve the problem. But we have seen, when we integrate it into fungicide programs, improved quality of putting surfaces. So, Glenn, if greenkeepers and course management course managers are wanting to try high cure to test the stress mitigation benefits during this time. What would you recommend? Uh, because it's not really a standalone product, is it? No, it's not. Our, our recommendation is to apply in a program of 20 litres per hectare per month and split that out amongst all the spray applications you're doing during that calendar month. We, what we're trying to do is deliver those amino acids to the plant during periods of stress. During these periods, the plant struggles to create its own amino acids and deliver them through a product like HiCure. We're bypassing the physiological plant process that takes place during stress periods. We believe the absolute optimum way to deliver HiCure is to apply it just before the onset of stress. However, the reality of using it in the field means we're probably better off applying it into a program during periods where we know stress is likely. It's a great tank mix partner for all those other spray applications that you do during that period. Okay, so that's our preventative approach. But we know that the disease can occur at this time, even with the best programs in place, if conditions conspire. Uh, so we do need to keep in mind that fungicide applications may be necessary. And we do have some fungicides available that are very effective against the development of anthracnose. Heritage would be the go-to, I suppose, at this time of year. But we have other products such as um, in Strata Relief, for instance, if we need a second application. What are we thinking of in terms of fungicides? Yeah, fungicide application is going to be timed around the back end of June once we start hitting those higher temperatures and those stressful conditions. I expect, suspect a little later for you down there than for us. Um, I see a lot of fungicide applications applied later in the year once the visible symptoms are there, but I would recommend applying before the onset of visible symptoms around those periods of stress. If I could have my time again, I would definitely program something in around the end of June on the surfaces that I knew were prone to this challenge. So just to wrap up a little, uh, just be mindful that anthracnose is probably on the horizon. There's a few things we can do in June to mitigate that stress that inevitably leads to these anthracnose problems. Don't be too aggressive with your cutting heights. Use rolling and PGRs, plant growth regulators, to help get those green speeds. Keep nutrition at a level to sustain good plant health. Keep top dressing programs going. Don't set your standards too high for the rest of the season. And if we think a little further on, get yourself prepared with the right technologies in your spray store, ready to deliver when the conditions turn for the more challenging. Undoubtedly, we will be talking about anthracnose next month uh, in July, but that will probably be more of a on-the-doorstep discussion rather than 
on the horizon. Um, but there's a lot we can do in the meantime to reduce the risk of attack.